The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's Wednesday of the Relevant Radio Summer Pledge Drive. Answer the call. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, August 17th, 2022, Wednesday of the 20th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, this is Liturgical Year C, Cycle 2. Wednesday is a day to pray the glorious mysteries of the Rosary. And our saint today is St. Clair of Montefalco. She was born at Montefalco, Italy, around 1268. As a young woman, she joined a convent of Franciscan tertiaries. Claire's sister Joan was the abbess of the community. At her death, Claire succeeded her. Claire led an austere life. She was particularly devoted to the passion of Christ and his cross. When Claire died in 1308, an image of the cross was found imprinted on her heart, and her body remained incorrupt. St. Claire of Montefalco, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. We begin this hour as we begin every hour of a relevant radio pledge drive with the Memorare. Remember, O most gracious Virgin Mary, that never was it known that anyone who fled to thy protection, implored thy help, or sought thine intercession was left unaided. Inspired by this confidence, I fly unto thee, O Virgin of virgins, my mother. To thee do I come, before thee I stand, sinful and sorrowful. O Mother of the Word incarnate, despise not my petitions, but in thy mercy, hear and answer me. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for small and medium-sized businesses in the midst of economic and social crisis. May they find ways to continue operating and serving their communities. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the Gospel of the Day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here that you see me and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins, for the grace to make this time a prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. This is the first verse of Psalm 23, Lord Jesus, it's so beautiful and so reassuring that the church puts before us Psalm 23 so many times in the liturgy in different settings and circumstances, an assurance of God's care for us, of God's protection. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want, in verdant pastures he gives me repose. Beside restful waters he leads me. He refreshes my soul. I remember there was an essay that I read once by a woman who was a convert to Catholicism. And she was recounting her early brushes with Christianity. And she had a cousin who was from a Protestant family. And this cousin would go off to 
a Bible camp every summer. And there at Bible camp, she would memorize different verses, different passages from Scripture. And one of the things her cousin had memorized was precisely Psalm 23. And this um, lady commented that her cousin would recite it very quickly and with a different translation. And she would say, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And so when she came to read scripture for herself and read this psalm, she said, well, thank God for punctuation, because her cousin would read it rather quickly, and she would just say, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. And she took away from that that the Lord was the shepherd that the girl didn't want to be her shepherd, the shepherd she doesn't want. And so the semicolon there helped her. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. And I won't need anything. I won't have to worry about anything. The Lord will provide. That's a very deep sentiment. And the saints have experienced this and taught it to us and encouraged us to have the same kind of total dependence on God. St. Teresa of Avila, for example, in a beautiful prayer, says that God alone suffices. He who has God lacks nothing. God alone suffices. He who has God lacks nothing. There's another traditional prayer in the church, Deus meus et omnia, my God and my all, my God and my all. St. Francis of Assisi once spent at least one entire night repeating that aspiration in prayer in a cave. My God and my all, Deus meus et omnia. And so maybe, Lord Jesus, in this time of prayer, we can use this sentiment as a spur and look into our heart and see, how much do I depend on you, Lord? How anxious and worried am I about many other things? Because I don't trust you enough to take care of me. I don't trust your providence enough. He guides me in right paths for his name's sake. Even though I walk in the dark valley, I fear no evil. For you are at my side with your rod and your staff that give me courage. In times, Lord, of darkness, in times of trouble and of anxiety, remind me, Jesus, that you're not far from me. Behold, I am with you always, even to the end of the world. And you're with me, Lord, with your power. You're with me, with your love for me. You're with me with your knowledge of everything I am and everything that I'm going through. And so there's nothing really that we should fear, even though on the human level, many things will cause us some consternation or some anxiety or some initial fear. If we live through those things with prayer and if we try to interpret those things in the light of our faith, we come to the conclusion that there's really nothing to be afraid of. We're in God's hands. We're in Jesus' hands. Jesus is real and powerful and close to us. So even if terrible, sometimes tragic things happen, well, our Lord will give us the grace to live through it with him, to live through it 
depending on him, to live through it in the best way possible with hope, faith, and charity, still being pleasing to God, even though humanly speaking, life can be very difficult and very threatening at times. Even though I walk in the dark valley, I fear no evil. For you, Jesus, are at my side with your rod and your staff that give me courage. Jesus, you say this yourself at the Last Supper in St. John's account of that priestly discourse. Jesus says, In the world you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. It's a beautiful thing to reflect on and think about, especially in times, again, of uncertainty or times of difficulty. Jesus knows that life is hard. Jesus doesn't tell his disciples, well, because you're my disciples, I'll always get you out of trouble and life will be real easy and there's nothing to worry about. No, Jesus says, in the world, you will have tribulations. Things will be difficult. Things will be threatening. People will persecute you. You will suffer illness and death and misunderstanding and hatred. But in spite of all that, even with those things happening, Jesus says, be of good cheer, for I have overcome the world. He doesn't say, it's okay because you're tough enough. It's okay because you can handle it. It's okay because it doesn't really matter. He says, no, it's okay because of me. It's okay because I have overcome the world. It's okay because I am the good shepherd. Nothing will happen to you without my knowledge. Nothing will happen to you at least without my permission, which means that I'll be there with you and I'm going to help you through this in the best possible way. You spread the table before me in the sight of my foes. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Only goodness and kindness will follow me all the days of my life, and I shall dwell in the house of the Lord for years to come. I've always found this line very charming. Only goodness and kindness will follow me all the days of my life. We can imagine you know, two characters who are kind of trailing us, however, however you'd like to imagine them. Maybe men in overcoats, some sort of obvious spies in some spy story. And you turn around and you see them clearly for a second and then they disappear behind a house. And you walk a little bit longer and you turn around again and you see their heads poking out and they're still trailing you. And who are these two characters? Well, they're goodness and kindness because God loves us, because we're in God's charge because God is our shepherd. The Lord is my shepherd. There is nothing I shall want. And this kind of confidence it takes practice. The way we grow in trust is to live through difficulty with faith. It's not to avoid difficulty. It's not to expect God to make difficulties go away quickly it's not to try to find just the perfect prayer, the perfect combination of a trustful attitude and the right novena. And, oh, this is the one that works. Make sure you pray this specific novena to Saint so-and-so for this amount of time. 
and then all your problems will go away. That's not the way it works. The way we grow in trust and the way we grow in the real experience and awareness of God's providence is by living through difficulties, living through anxiety, living through fear, living through suffering with faith, with trust, with prayer. In the world, you will have tribulations. This will happen to you, but it's not going to crush you because I have overcome the world. St. John in his epistle, in one of his epistles, says a similar thing. He says, this is the victory that overcomes the world, our faith. This is the victory that overcomes the world, our faith. And the world, in this sense of the world in the New Testament, has its troubles, has its problems, has its limitations, has its setbacks. But it's not victorious over us. It doesn't cause us to despair. It doesn't crush us completely. Because our faith in Christ is a faith in God's loving providence and God's goodness, that he's our shepherd and that he's with us. We go to our blessed mother. If the Lord is our shepherd and therefore we shall not want, so too, because Mary is our mother, we shall not want. She's a good mother who always provides for the necessities, the true necessities of her children. I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation, I ask your help to put them into effect, my Immaculate Mother. St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my guardian angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. We'll begin praying the hours in just a few minutes on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and Relevant Radio app. Good morning. Thanks for joining us here. Well, there's more of Daybreak with Paul coming up in just a moment. Glenn sitting in here giving you a great opportunity to share what you have with Relevant Radio to be a good steward of what God's entrusted you with to help Relevant Radio keep going strong for another three more months. Our summer pledge drive need is $3 million. That helps us stay on the air on over 200 radio stations around the country. Helps us to keep proclaiming the good news online around the world at RelevantRadio.com and on the mobile app as well. We make those miracle moments and we couldn't do them without you. Our number is 877 one, two, three. Bright and early as it is, we've set it up to be a great time to give and do your best for Relevant Radio. Every gift right now match 100%. A $500 gift match with $500. A $5,000 gift match with $5,000 and so on. Great thank you gifts as well when you give at the dollar a day level. Father Peyton's Rosary Prayer Book. Get a look and learn more online at RelevantRadio.com. Give while you're there. Give on the app or answer the call by placing a call to 877-291-0123. You know, we have yet, in this hour anyway, to welcome our, our new friends in the Puget Sound, Seattle area. So, Seattle, welcome aboard to Relevant Radio. want you to know this only goes on for a week, and we only do it four times a year, but it's absolutely necessary for us to cover the quarterly expenses of keeping Relevant Radio going. We've got over a hundred radio stations and an online component that is just outstanding. So that takes money and we need your prayers, we need your financial support. Call with your support, 877-291-0123 or pledge online at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app and at the dollar a day level We'll send you Father Peyton's Rosary Prayer Book, the most complete prayer book of meditations on the mysteries of the rosary. 
Call now, 877-291-0123 and answer the call. It's Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Wednesday of the 20th week in Ordinary Time. I'm Paul Sadek. We begin praying with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth will proclaim your praise. Cry out with joy to the Lord of the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Cry out with joy to the Lord of the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him, the dry land too, for it was formed by his hands. Cry out with joy to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Today listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me. Although they had seen all of my works. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. 
Cry out with joy to the Lord, all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Bless the Lord, my soul. Never forget all he has done for you. Bless the Lord, my soul. Never forget all he has done for you. My soul, give thanks to the Lord. All my being, bless his holy name. My soul, give thanks to the Lord and never forget all his blessings. It is he who forgives all your guilt who heals every one of your ills, who redeems your life from the grave, 
who crowns you with love and compassion, who fills your life with good things, renewing your youth like an eagle's. The Lord does deeds of justice, gives judgment for all who are oppressed. He made known his ways to Moses and his deeds to Israel's sons. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was in the beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Bless the Lord, my my soul. Never forget all he has done for you. As a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him. As As a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him. The Lord is compassion and love, slow to anger and rich in mercy. His wrath will come to an end. He will not be angry forever. He does not treat us according to our sins, nor repay us according to our faults. For as the heavens are high above the earth, so strong is his love for those who fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far does he remove our sins. As a father has compassion on his sons, the Lord has pity on those who fear him. For he knows of what we are made. He remembers that we are dust. As for man, his days are like grass. He flowers like the flower of the field. The wind blows, and he is gone, and his place never sees him again. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was in the beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. Amen. As As a father is gentle with his children, so is the Lord with those who revere him. Bless the Lord, all you his works. Bless the Lord, all you his works. But the love of the Lord is everlasting upon those who hold him in fear. His justice reaches out to children's children when they keep his covenant in truth, when they keep his will in their mind. The Lord has set his sway in heaven, and his kingdom is ruling over all. Give thanks to the Lord, all his angels, mighty in power, fulfilling his word, who heed the voice of his word. Give thanks to the Lord, all his hosts, his servants who do his will. Give thanks to the Lord, all his works, in every place where he rules. My soul give thanks to the Lord. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. You have compassion for the sinner, Lord, as a father has compassion for his children. Heal the weaknesses of your people and save us from lasting death, that we may praise and glorify you forever. Bless the Lord, all you his works. Lord, make me understand the way of your precepts, and I will marvel at your wisdom. 
A reading from the book of the prophet Isaiah. The Lord has sent word against Jacob. It falls upon Israel. And all the people know it. Ephraim and those who dwell in Samaria, those who say in arrogance and pride of heart, Bricks have fallen, but we will build with cut stone. Sycamores are felled, but we will replace them with cedars. But the Lord raises up their foes against them and stirs up their enemies to action. Aram on the east and the Philistines on the west devour Israel with open mouth. For all this, his wrath is not turned back, and his hand is still outstretched. The people do not turn to him who struck them, nor seek the Lord of hosts. So the Lord severs from Israel head and tail, palm branch and reed in one day. The elder and the noble are the head. The prophet who teaches falsehood is the tail. The leaders of this people misled them, and those to be led are engulfed. For this reason, the Lord does not spare their young men, and their orphans and widows he does not pity. They are wholly profaned and sinful, and every mouth gives vent to folly. For all this, his wrath is not turned back, his hand is still outstretched. For wickedness burns like fire, devouring briar and thorn. It kindles the forest thickets, which go up in columns of smoke. At the wrath of the Lord of hosts, the land quakes, and the people are like fuel for fire. No man spares his brother, each devours the flesh of his neighbor. Though they hack on the right, they are hungry. Though they eat on the left, they are not filled. Manasseh devours Ephraim, and Ephraim Manasseh. Together they turn on Judah. For all this, his wrath is not turned back. His hand is still outstretched. Woe to those who enact unjust statutes and who write oppressive decrees, depriving the needy of judgment and robbing my people's poor of their rights making widows their plunder and orphans their prey. What will you do on the day of punishment when ruin comes from afar? To whom will you flee for help? Where will you leave your wealth, lest it sink beneath the captive or fall beneath the slain? For all this, his wrath is not turned back, his hand is still outstretched. How the Lord in his anger has brought darkness upon daughter Zion. He, he has, has flung, flung the glory of Israel down from heaven to earth. In the day of his wrath, he has forgotten Zion, his footstool. He, he has, has flung, flung the glory of Israel down from heaven to earth. A reading from a sermon by St. Augustine, Bishop. Whenever we suffer some affliction, we should regard it both as punishment and as correction. Our holy scriptures themselves do not promise us peace, security, and rest. On the contrary, the gospel makes no secret of the troubles and temptations that await us. But it also says that he who perseveres to the end will be saved. 
What good has there ever been in this life, since the time when the first man received the just sentence of death, and the curse from which Christ our Lord has delivered us? So we must not grumble, my brothers, for as the Apostle says, some of them murmured and were destroyed by serpents. Is there any affliction now endured by mankind that was not endured by our fathers before us? What sufferings of ours even bear comparison with what we know of their sufferings? And yet you hear people complaining about this present day and age because things were so much better in former times. I wonder what would happen if they could be taken back to the days of their ancestors. Would we not still hear them complaining? You may think past ages were good, but it is only because you are not living in them. It amazes me that you who have now been freed from the curse, who have believed in the Son of God, who have been instructed in the Holy Scriptures, that you can think the days of Adam were good, and your ancestors bore the curse of Adam, of that Adam to whom the words were addressed, With sweat on your brow you shall eat your bread, you shall till the earth from which you were taken, and it will yield you thorns and thistles. This is what he deserved, and what he had to suffer. This is the punishment meted out to him by the just judgment of God. How then can you think that past ages were better than your own? From the time of that first Adam to the time of his descendants today, man's lot has been labor and sweat, thorns and thistles. Have we forgotten the flood and the calamitous times of famine and war whose history has been recorded precisely in order to keep us from complaining to God? on account of our own times? Just think what those past ages were like. Is there one of us who does not shudder to hear or read of them? Far from justifying complaints about our own time, they teach us how much we have to be thankful for. I ponder the days of old. I remember the years long past. All night long I meditated in my heart. I I cried out, out, O God, have pity on me. I sought God on the day of my suffering. I held out my hands to him the whole night through. I I cried cried out, O God, have pity on me. Let us pray. O God, who have prepared for those who love you good things which no eye can see, fill our hearts, we pray, with the warmth of your love, so that, loving you in all things and above all things, we may attain your promises, which surpass every human desire. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. 25 minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer. It's coming up as we answer the call on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Answer the call. The Relevant Radio Summer Pledge Drive is well underway. We need your help to keep Relevant Radio going for another three months. School is starting back up for students all across the country, and Relevant Radio is going to provide ongoing spiritual and religious education for anyone who tunes in, whether you go to school or not. 
So consider helping to pay the tuition for anyone listening to Relevant Radio so that you and others can keep on learning. This is probably the only place on the radio dial where you will learn the Catholic faith like you've never learned it before, and you'll be spiritually enriched with the many different opportunities to pray with the entire Relevant Radio community, daybreak in the morning, the Mass at noon and again at 7.30, the Family Rosary Across America at 7 o'clock, and of course the Divine Mercy Chaplet with Drew at 3 in the afternoon. Call now with your pledge, 877-291-0123, or pledge online at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app. Well, you mentioned school, and this really is a great, great teaching tool, Relevant Radio, helping to school Catholics of all ages, shapes, and sizes to learn more about their faith, whether you've been a cradle Catholic or a new convert. Relevant Radio here to fill you with great info about the church to help you learn and love your faith and be able to share your faith as well. Those great skills garnered from lots of listening, calling up, getting those questions answered by wise folks like Patrick Madrid, priests and bishops on the air daily as well to answer all your questions, do some great teaching, keep you company along the way. All those great things couldn't happen without you. That's why we invite you to answer the call and make that pledge in any amount at 877-291-0123 online at relevantradio.com or on the mobile app as well. Get that gift matched right now at 100%. Check out the thank you gifts online at relevantradio.com. Either way, please answer the call. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Wednesday, August 17th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, it's the parable of the landowner from the 20th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. For the kingdom of heaven is like a householder who went out early in the morning to hire laborers for his vineyard. After agreeing with the laborers for a denarius a day, he sent them into his vineyard. And going out about the third hour, he saw others standing idle in the marketplace. To them he said, You, go into the vineyard too, and whatever is right I will give you. So they went. Going out again about the sixth hour and the ninth hour, he did the same. And about the eleventh hour, he went out and found others standing. And he said to them, Why do you stand here idle all day? They said to him, Because no one has hired us. He said to them, You, go into the vineyard too. And when evening came, the owner of the vineyard said to his steward, Call the laborers and pay them their wages, beginning with the last up to the first. And when those hired about the eleventh hour came, each of them received a denarius. Now when the first came, they thought they would receive more, but each of them also received a denarius. And on receiving it, they grumbled at the householder, saying, These last worked only one hour, and you have made them equal to us who have borne the burden of the day and the scorching heat. But he replied to one of them, Friend, I am doing you no wrong. Did you not agree with me for a denarius? Take what belongs to you and go. I choose to give to this last as I give to you. Am I not allowed to do what I choose with what belongs to me? Or do you begrudge my generosity? So, 
The last will be first, and the first last. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, you'll find daily and Sunday Mass readings on the relevant radio app. Well, one of the lessons here is that anytime, any place, no matter when the Lord calls, is a good time and place for doing apostolate. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 4, Ordinary Time. The Lord goes out to hire laborers for his vineyard at different hours and in different places. Every hour, every minute is a good time for apostolate to bring others to the vineyard so that they too can be of service. God calls each single one of us in accordance with his personal circumstances, with his virtues and his defects alike. Countless numbers of people have died without the knowledge of Christ because no one brought them the news. Are we too going to be paralyzed, unable to talk about God? You might tell me, why should I make an effort? It is not I who answer you, but St. Paul. Christ's love is urging us. A whole lifetime would be little if it was spent expanding the frontiers of your charity. The first Christians understood very well that the apostolate knew no boundaries of persons, places, or situations. Apostolate usually began with their own families. They persuaded their servants and children, if they had any, to become Christians because of their mutual love. Once they became Christians, they called each other brothers without distinction. Many were the families that received the faith from their slaves, from the youngest of the servants and children to the oldest. Perhaps they were followed by their neighbors, their clients, their customers, their social acquaintances. The spread of the gospel throughout the army was speeded by the virtues and the martyrdom of the first Christians. The army itself provided martyrs in Italy, in Africa, in Egypt, and along the shores of the Danube. The final persecution began with a purge of the legions. All situations are favorable for bringing souls to Christ, even those situations that may appear to be the least opportune. Before a Roman tribunal in Caesarea, St. Paul speaks as a prisoner brought before the procurator Festus and King Agrippa. He reveals the mysteries of the faith with such conviction that as he thus made his defense, Festus said with a loud voice, Paul, you are mad. Your great learning is turning you mad. The venerable Bede comments, They considered it madness that a man in chains would choose to speak of his inner beliefs rather than of the calumnies of his enemies. Later on, Agrippa says to Paul, In a short time you think to make me a Christian. And Paul responds, Whether short or long, I would to God that not only you, but also all who hear me this day might become as I am, except for these chains. And how is it that we cannot patiently bring our relatives, neighbors, and friends to the Lord? Our love for Christ is clearly shown by our apostolic spirit. We will not miss a single opportunity. Every hour is a good hour to bring workers to the Lord's vineyard. All ages are good ages for us to serve as co-redeemers. 
In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. 17 before the hour, we pray with the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. My heart is ready, O God. My heart is ready. My heart is ready, O God. My heart is ready. My heart is ready, O God. I will sing, sing your praise. Awake, my soul. Awake, lyre and harp. I will awake the dawn. I will thank you, Lord, among the peoples. Among the nations I will praise you. For your love reaches to the heavens and your truth to the skies. O God, arise above the heavens. 
May your glory shine on earth. O come and deliver your friends. Help with your right hand and reply. From his holy place, God has made this promise. I will triumph and divide the land of Shechem. I will measure out the valley of Succoth. Gilead is mine and Manasseh. Ephraim I will take for my helmet. Judah for my commander's staff. Moab I will use for my washbowl. On Edom I will plant my shoe. Over the Philistines I will shout in triumph. But who will lead me to conquer the fortress? Who will bring me face to face with Edom? Will you utterly reject us, O God, and no longer march with our armies? Give us help against the foe, for the help of man is vain. With God we shall do bravely, and he will trample down our foes. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Accept the prayers of your servants, Lord, and prepare our hearts to praise your holy name. Come to our aid in times of trouble, and make us worthy to sing you songs of thanksgiving. My heart is ready, O God. My heart is ready. The Lord has robed me with grace and salvation. The Lord has robed me with grace and salvation. I rejoice heartily in the Lord. In my God is the joy of my soul. For he has clothed me with a robe of salvation and wrapped me in a mantle of justice like a bridegroom adorned with a diadem, like a bride bedecked with her jewels. As the earth brings forth its plants and a garden makes its growth spring up, so will the Lord God make justice and praise spring up before all the nations. For Zion's sake I will not be silent. For Jerusalem's sake I will not be quiet until her vindication shines forth like the dawn and her victory like a burning torch. Nation shall behold your vindication and all kings your glory. You shall be called by a new name pronounced by the mouth of the Lord. You shall be a glorious crown in the hand of the Lord, a royal diadem held by your God. No more shall men call you forsaken or your land desolate. But you shall be called my delight and your land espoused. For the Lord delights in you and makes your land his spouse. As a young man marries a virgin, your builder shall marry you. And as a bridegroom rejoices in his bride, so shall your God rejoice in you. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will will be be forever. forever. Amen.
The The Lord has robed me with grace and salvation. I will praise my God all the days of my life. I will will praise praise my God all the days of my life. My soul, give praise to the Lord. I will praise the Lord all my days. Make music to my God while I live. Put no trust in princes, in mortal men in whom there is no help. Take their breath, they return to clay, and their plans that day come to nothing. He is happy who is helped by Jacob's God, whose hope is in the Lord his God, who alone made heaven and earth, the seas and all they contain. It is he who keeps faith forever, who is just to those who are oppressed. It is he who gives bread to the hungry, the Lord who sets prisoners free, the Lord who gives sight to the blind, who raises up those who are bowed down, the Lord who protects the stranger and upholds the widow and the orphan. It is the Lord who loves the just but thwarts the path of the wicked. The Lord will reign forever, Zion's God, from age to age. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As it it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. God of glory and power, those who have put all their trust in you are happy indeed. Shine the brightness of your light upon us, that we may love you always with a pure heart. I will praise my God all the days of my life. A reading from the book of Deuteronomy. Know and fix in your heart that the Lord is God in the heavens above and on earth below, and that there is no other. You must keep his statutes and commandments, which I enjoin on you today. The Word of the Lord. Thanks Thanks be be to God. God. I will bless the Lord all my life long. I will bless the Lord all my life long. With a song of praise ever on my lips. All my life long. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. I will bless the Lord all my life long. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, 
free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us serve the Lord in holiness all the days of our life. Christ, the splendor of the Father's glory, enlightens us with his word. With deep love we call upon him. Hear us. King of eternal glory. Hear Hear us, King of eternal glory. Blessed are you, the Alpha and the Omega of our faith. For you called us out of darkness into your marvelous light. Hear Hear us, King of eternal glory. You enabled the blind to see, the deaf to hear. Help our unbelief. Hear Hear us, King of eternal glory. Lord, keep us in your love. Preserve our community. Do not let us become separated from one another. Hear Hear us, King King of eternal eternal glory. glory. Give us strength in temptation, endurance in trial, and gratitude in prosperity. Hear Hear us, King King of eternal glory. Now let us offer together the prayer our Lord Jesus Christ taught us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Father. Keep in mind your holy covenant, sealed with the blood of the Lamb. Forgive the sins of your people, and let this new day bring us closer to salvation. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Pledge online at RelevantRadio.com or on the Relevant Radio app, or call 877-291-0123. But please do it and answer the call. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn. I'm Paul Sadek. Let's do this again tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central, or on the relevant radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord.
Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the Dramatized Audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio.